Well, welcome back to another episode of Living the Abundant Way podcast. This is a place for all women to feel empowered, to find hope and joy in the everyday life, to be a part of a community of women just like you in pursuit for their purpose, calling, inspiration, and creativity, to feel heard and seen and know no matter the hard days, no matter the battle you were in, you are loved and divinely intended on this earth. 60% of our generation is seeking spiritual guidance and I've seen in my own life the spirit guide me and anoint my mouth with edification and encouragement for others. I'm excited to share with you more in the prophetic, the power of being spirit led to revive those dry places and see the women in this area come back to life. Women who are seeking their dreams and knowing that they were created for more than just getting through the everyday. I'm going to be bringing you educational episodes on how we as women need balance, organization, and structure to grow our capacity as homemakers, entrepreneurs, and mothers. Wherever you are on the journey, there is so much gold inside you. And whether it's just taking that courage to step out into it, awakening the gifts that are inside you, or learning to manage and balance more so you can step into all without lacking anything. I want to see the entrepreneur and working mother able to flourish in all her dreams, her calling and her career while feeling present in the home and able to balance both. I want to see women discover more practical ways to save time, save money and increase rest. If we've learned anything in the last two years, it's rest, family, health and your purpose. May these episodes educate, support, empower, inspire, and lift your eyes to see what's possible, that you may know you can live the limitless life and achieve your wildest dreams. I hope you enjoy today's episode and I cannot wait to hear from you. Please send me a DM over at Living the Abundant Way anytime you feel inspired. If you have a moment to subscribe to this podcast and leave a review, that would be so incredible. Well, I'm so excited for today's episode with Rebecca Korowali. She's a prophetic artist, school teacher, and a beautiful mama. She's from the Central Coast on New South Wales, and she's married to an incredible man who we just happened to call our best friend, and he's also a creative in his own form in startups and tech, and he's just incredible. This couple are superstar couples. They are a couple that we would call completely living the limitless life by faith, living on the edge at times and are just incredible, solid people. So I'm coming from a real place of just witnessing and I guess being a bit biased of the profoundness of the Holy Spirit in their life and how I have seen miracles after miracles after miracles. But Becca up on a property in the bush and her creative expression has always been a big part of her life. She is a part-time art teacher and now she's on a mission to paint. Her paintings have been interpretations that speak to her heart and lift the spirit. Her style fluctuates between abstraction and representation, more realistic. And she often uses gold leaf in her artworks to bring a touch of heaven. And I've personally witnessed Rebecca's artwork in our life we have had a commissioned piece herself which you will hear and it was totally life-changing and it spoke to us in a way words never could do exactly that and it's something that you can hang on the wall anywhere that you can see every day and honestly prophetic art for me does two major things it represents love and it brings hope and in a world that feels very hopeless right now and we are hanging on to anything that can lift our day and lift our spirit 
prophetic art for me is one of the ways that you can stare down the hallway, have a moment in your corridor, in your lounge room with your cup of coffee and just observe for a moment a piece of art with colour and texture and so much endless meaning and it can lift and brighten your whole day. Let's get into the episode with Beck. Welcome back to Living the Abundant Way podcast. We're so excited to have you here today. Thank you so much. I'm pumped. Okay, let's get started. I'm going to ask you a couple of more trivial questions and then we'll get into the juicy stuff. Where is your favourite place to paint? I don't really have a favourite place per se, but I think it's really important to paint with natural light. Lots of light is really helpful and I need a lot of space because I'm pretty messy when I paint and I need to spread my materials out everywhere. So as long as I've got some space and some good light, I'm good. (laughs) Amazing. Love it. Yes. You obviously need good light to be accurate Mm. with your colours and shading and what you're looking at. What has been your favourite moment in presenting a commissioned artwork? I have had a couple of clients cry when they receive their painting, especially when it's like deeply personal to them. Probably the most impacting in general was I delivered a painting that was commissioned by Emilia Sugiono. And it was a beautiful transaction because she said, why don't you, she's an amazing photographer, by the way. And she said, why don't you deliver the painting? And as payment for like delivering the painting, I will do a little photo shoot for you. So to me, that was like, I guess, a favorite moment because I felt quite significant in that God was confirming also my calling in that moment, I feel, in terms of prophetic art and commissioning artworks and stuff like that incredible that was and I love the photos that have come from that moment which are obviously all over your Instagram and yeah just stunning and one more what was an artwork that made that you maybe made a mistake on like a big Mm. art boo-boo and you either were able to turn it around to something incredible or you actually just had to scrap it and let go and start mm. all over again. Yeah. Well, that happens more than you think, although you can always turn paintings around, which is amazing because you just layer paint. And so I don't, I don't freak out if there's a mistake. Sometimes you think you've spent so many hours, what a waste, but you always learning and discovering when you're painting. But yeah, I can think of actually when you commissioned me one or when I just wanted to paint one for before Hunter was born, a little one. And I remember I was just in the moment intuitive and it was all perfect. But then I just had this thought, what if I just add this? And I had this feeling like, oh, if I add something, I might stuff it up, but I'll just do it anyway. And then, yeah, sometimes you can overdo paintings. It's knowing when to stop and not overdoing them. But there's also this painting I've been trying to do a friend for a friend for like years and it's never worked out. So I just think maybe it's just not the right timing for it. There'll be a painting that will come for her. But yeah, every time I've tried to paint this one painting, it just fails every time. So I'm like, it's not the right timing. She'll get it one day. <laughs> It'll be okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, I'd love to get a little bit deeper. Where did art Mm. and creativity first all begin for you? Yeah, well, I grew up in a family that like the visual arts was 
an important part of our family. Like everyone appreciated it. My parents would buy art. My mum's father was actually a professional artist. He had six children and he provided for his whole family with art. And I've always been surrounded by his paintings growing up. So I always knew it was a valid thing to pursue in life because obviously that's what my inheritance was. That was what my grandfather did. So it was always valued. It was always seen as something like precious and, you know, special. Yeah, but my parents noticed that I was skilled in it and they always encouraged that in me. So I always pursued it in my spare time and at school I excelled in it and, yeah. So I guess I kind of just grew up with it all around me. And how encouraging to come from a family where that's encouraged because I know so many people Mm. in the arts of all parts of the art space where they're not encouraged, it's seen as not a serious job or a serious career. There's a lot of pressure to succeed in terms of using it as a full financial income, like what you were saying. Yeah. And how beautiful that that wasn't even a question for you and your family. That was just fully the normal. And if you stepped into that, you would be celebrated and encouraged. Like, wow, that's so so amazing. It is. It is amazing. Yeah. And where do you draw your inspiration from for your artworks? And I know that could be in a variety of ways, but obviously there is one major source. Hmm. Yeah, it kind of depends on the artwork as well. Like if it's a commissioned piece, then that's a very collaborative process with the person who's commissioning the work. So if they want something in particular or the subject matter or the theme then I or the colour palette, then obviously I work closely with them in that. So that's that. But I do always input what God shows me in that as well. Like I've, like especially in the last three years I've drawn inspiration from just the Holy Spirit really and where the Holy Spirit wants me to go with paintings and subject matter and that's yeah been I guess more highlighted and a big part of my creative journey especially in the last like three years I would say. I love that. And I knew you were going to say that. That's why Mm. I asked you, which is incredible, which Mm. is the whole point of this episode is Mm. to really highlight how the spirit, Holy Spirit is creating what we call prophetic artwork. So it's deeper and there's more layers to it other than just Mm. painting from a place of skill or talent. How does the Holy Spirit speak to you? Like how do you get those visions or is it through visions? Is it pictures? Is it words? Like talk a little bit about how that kind of comes through for commissioned work or even your series that you're doing at the moment. Yeah, cool. Well, similar to what I mentioned before, like it can come in different ways. So there's not really one formula. I think that's how the Holy Spirit works anyway. There's something new that he's doing all the time. So like, yeah, with the Sapphire Sky ones, that during the last lockdown, actually, I just had this phrase that kept coming to me, Sapphire Skies, and I couldn't get it out of my head. It kept popping in my head. So then I was like, oh, that's like a title of an artwork that I'm meant to create. And, yeah, it felt like that I couldn't get that out of my head until I at least started creating that. So I actually started like a series that is quite abstract and yeah it uses the sapphire blues and gold and it's to me it was just like a reflection of the throne and the throne room and with those colors and yes yeah, so that was just like 
two words. <laughs> in another like example, I had someone who commissioned me at work and God had actually given me a dream about them and I knew it was a God dream and I knew that I had to base the painting off of that dream that I had of her and, yeah, and that was pretty special to have that. Um, what else there was one fairly recently where I just had this vision or picture in my mind and something it was like this desire inside of me and I had a a glimpse of what it was going to look like and I just knew I had to create it it's like an urge and I don't feel like a sense of peace or release until I've created that so yeah true yeah pictures too one of my favorite ones and obviously you don't have to say names and keep it as confidential as you need to but one of the processes I enjoyed watching you create a commissioned artwork for was for a particular person Mm. and it was the bridge in a particular location I'm pretty sure in Europe and you got a picture of this bridge and a particular scene and can you share about that story how what that transpired to mean for that person with, with however discreet you can be and that was an example oh, yeah. of a commissioned artwork where the holy spirit spoke to you and had a very big yeah. impact on that person yeah awesome so yeah some clients just say i just want a prophetic artwork which means it leaves it completely in my hands and god's hands which is more fun in a way but it's okay if they have input that's no offense to anyone who has particular taste but yeah in this example she just said i want a prophetic artwork for my home and so I just prayed and asked God to guide that and what what he wanted in their home to speak to them and so yeah I got yeah a download of an image and a picture and that yeah there were symbols in there that when I presented it to them like they were super emotional actually that's another one where people cried yeah <laughs> a lot of people get emotional when they receive that and just said, oh, you have no idea how that actually speaks to us. It brings us back to a moment where God was using us when we were overseas and we were surrounded by all of these symbols that you've got in the painting. And now we're being planted in this place. And there was this bridge, as you mentioned, that represents where now God has them. But for them, it meant that there was a connection between the journey they'd been on and where they are now. And if, because it was for their home, that spoke really into their lives of when God spoke so clearly to them when they were overseas and now it confirmed to them that they were exactly where God wanted them as well so yeah I tried to be a little bit vague to protect people but yeah no Hopefully it's incredible it's still yeah yeah the yeah. basically the point was you saw something in the spirit that you didn't mm. actually necessarily know all the details in everyday mm. life but it was exactly what that client friend needed and now will be represented yeah. in their home as a constant reminder I guess as a testimony that what God's done and he'll do it again plus a confirmation Mm. of what their season they're in like for me you can't ask for anything more than that like that is just the ultimate in a piece of beautiful prophetic commissioned art and I just yeah I love one I'll add sorry I'll add a little bit to that because I'd forgotten this there was actually a symbol in there that I didn't realize that's actually what they named their child because she was pregnant at the time and I had painted the name of their child and I didn't know that. So that was like goosebumps for me too. I was like, whoa, that was good. <laughs> whoa, like the yeah. accuracy yeah. and, and that 
intricate details of that person's heart that really means something to them, right? It's just, it's really, really cool. So with the process of a commissioned artwork, like you said, where they just go, do whatever you think and pray, what is a little bit of the process between agreeing to do the commissioned art and then actually presenting the artwork is there the same kind of method you go through spending time in the secret place praying um does it take very long for the inspiration to come through sometimes do you have to go back and forth a few times like what what is a bit of the journey like being inside the head of a prophetic artist it's a really good question I think it's not as complex as it seems I think it's just a matter of yeah, just going, okay, God, sitting on it for a bit, praying. What? And then sometimes something will just pop in my head straight away. And I know that's maybe one piece of it that God initially shows me like a symbol or, yeah, something that he wants to speak into that situation or person's life. And then other times I start something and then the layers come and then God reveals the next step or what else he wants me to include in that image. But, yeah, it's pretty straightforward. I just pray and God shows me something. And I will always double-check colour palette, though, because <laughs> even if God gives me, like, a picture with a certain colour, I do want to make sure that that person's happy with the colour palette because you want it to be something they can put in their homes and feel comfortable with how that looks. Because even if the symbols are there but the colours are tweaked slightly to what maybe I feel, I think that's really important that it speaks to them and what they prefer in especially colour. That makes and maybe style, because some people lean more towards realistic stuff and others love the abstract. So and I'm happy to do both because to me I can easily turn a symbol or something God's showed me into any style. So it's pretty fluid. I'm pretty flexible with it. Yeah. And it doesn't take that long, depending if they do want something realistic, it's gonna take me a lot longer because to paint realism. You let layers dry and, you know, it's different, whereas abstract's a little bit more of a fast process. And then if you're painting in oils versus acrylics, that's different again. So depending on the medium and so on. But, yeah, approximate time frame just depends on the scale and the medium and the type of content. So it's pretty broad. Someone would just have to contact me and say, this is what I'm thinking, this is the style I like. And I'll give them some of an idea of how long that could take, I guess. Yeah. Awesome. And I'm glad that your answer was it is fluid and it is in a simple form because the truth is anyone could Mm. work in the space of prophetic art or another medium but still working prophetically. It's not necessarily that you're on a pedestal. It's just that you've got a relationship with God. You You love Jesus. You've been praying and seeking the Holy Spirit for many, many years now. So those things have become more fluid and with a bit more ease compared to someone that's starting out. But I just love that you're a permission slip, particularly in the art space, that everyone, anyone, female, male, can actually have the opportunity to create any form of creativity, dance, singing, songwriting, art and being connection with the Holy Spirit and make it like so personal and things that Mm. heaven would know. So, yeah, I love that. And Mm. I've shared in my testimony about the commissioned art piece that you did for us. For me, Mm. in my like encapsulated, if I could just say it all in one thing, that artwork for me brings hope. 
it brings a testimony and it, it's a flash that I can look at every single day as a reminder on the wall of something good, something fruitful, something personal, something special that I couldn't ever in words. Mm, That's how mm, I feel true. from your prophetic art. That's for me mm. like the whole point. And in a season mm. where there's a lot of hopelessness, a lot of people wanting to seek things about the future, wanting confidence, wanting to be in control, I think there's never been a better time to have a piece of prophetic art on the wall that shifts the atmosphere in your home. What do you think about all that? (laughs) Yeah, I so agree. And like, it's funny, like when I paint a painting and then I can feel God's anointing when I'm painting, I always wonder, like, I wonder if people can feel that coming out of the painting in that space or how it affects the atmosphere. But I certainly even feel that when I'm painting sometimes, like it's like, you know, you're in the flow, you know, when you're in God's anointing and and all of that so yeah you don't know how that can impact you and and if it is deeply personal it has those symbols as a reminder I have clients that tell me you know when I look at that painting every time I remember dot 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 whatever that is for their life it's a reminder and also I've given people or written word to go with it sometimes where I write out what I see in that painting for them and their lives and they've also said that they would go and read that and be so encouraged and allow that to also speak into them with the painting but yeah it's it is important I mean I know I really valued seeing my grandfather's art growing up because you know art something that gets passed down through the generations it's not a toss away thing it's something that can be handed down as well so I see it as like a legacy type thing that you can have or what do you call it a something that your kids can inherit and speak into their lives it's generational so I see it as really valuable in that way too not only is it speaking into you but it's speaking into the next generation it can get passed on passed down and yeah can be really powerful yeah. prophetic heirloom that's what I was thinking of good one <laughs> yeah which is really powerful and yeah. it's something I Very. have always loved about the monarchy is that artwork stays in the family mm. cannot be sold off it's to stay in the house wow. it's to stay for the family that every generation gets to see and obviously why portraits were really powerful because you could see the people that went before you you could see their face to them you could honor them in all families I mean art has so many meanings but I just love that thought that it was a artwork that changed our lives that would then be remembered with our grandchildren and something they could look back on and reflect on and actually bring them hope through hard seasons and remember where their families come from, what the legacy is. It could even be an anointing on the whole family line. It could be just the fact that we got through a really hard season, um, which is the prophetic piece you did for us, that we were in a boat going through a storm, but where our boat was was completely basically untouched and we were going to get through this next season untouched, even though the shores were all rocky and the waves were really Mm. messy. That could like on forever because if, it can be done for us, it can be done for the next yeah, generation, true. which is yeah. so yeah. beautiful. So you're in fact launching your prophetic artwork soon, which is really exciting. I just wanted to take a quick little ad break just to acknowledge 
how cool is this? If you've never heard anything like this before, I'm just so excited because this is a whole new world for some people. If you're already a creative or you're just excited to step more into creativity, I know this podcast episode is going to really encourage and inspire you. If you are hungry to know more about what we're talking about and you just feel like your heart is leaping, please jump into the show notes and contact Beck. Look at her website. Her Sapphire Sky series is just majestic. It's incredible. The gold that's through that sapphire blue. How could you not want something so stunning like that on your walls to just lift your whole day? And it can be represented in so many different ways and speak to in so many different ways, which is what we love about abstract. But please just reach out and have the conversation with Beck. I know going through that process is going to be life-changing. And as a client of commissioned artwork, I can totally tell you with absolute confidence, your life gets transformed through these artworks. So yeah, I'm really excited to see these artworks that are going to be popping up on Beck's website constantly as she's listening to the spirit and in flow. And I love that everything is going to be exciting and it's unpredictable and you just don't know what's coming next. And we live in a world where it's very unpredictable. So I'm not surprised creativity would flow in the same way. So I just can't wait to hear how this episode has spoken to you. Reach out to myself or Beck as well um, over on her Instagram, which we're going to include in the show notes. And let's get back into the episode. exciting and I know the yeah. Sapphire Skies it's not just one artwork it's actually a series of artworks that could yeah, even be I've done a few together I have them for sale individually but I do think that there's three of them that particularly look good together but it actually doesn't really matter because they're all speaking the same thing and I've got a couple that are different sizes and stuff like that but yeah there'll be some of those but then there'll be other things on there too little bits of the work that I just had to birth and they might not be related that's the thing with kind of prophetic art as well this I don't really have a particular style which I've always felt that pressure but I haven't landed on anything yet because it's really with the flow of the spirit so if I'm flowing with blues and golds and abstract then I have to flow with that and if there's something else that pops up I just run with it so it just starts because I just have to be obedient to what God's showing me and doing so I just got to trust them and just keep creating because that's what we're made to do. Okay. My final question, other than I'm going to put in the show notes, your website and people can email you, contact you. They can purchase the pieces that have already been created, but then they can also get in contact with you. If the whole idea of a prophetic commissioned art piece is particularly like speaking to them, it's kind of leaping out of their heart. I know they can contact you about that, but what's one final encouragement that you can leave for people that are already in the creative space that maybe have just had a hard season with COVID. And I know as well, you've had your dry seasons with your artwork and motherhood Mm. and work has just occupied you and you haven't had that time to paint. People may Mm. be coming out of a hard season just really personally. They might just be feeling dry and creativity. Do you have some just really encouraging words for people in, in all mediums of creativity that just, just need to be reminded to keep going and to get re-inspired? Yeah, I would just say don't put pressure on yourself to perform. One thing that really woke me up was that I realised that I was trying to be perfect, so therefore I wouldn't create anything. So don't try and be perfect. Just do something because you know that it's going to make you feel good. 
because you know you're meant to create and just yeah if you know you're created to create it's so fulfilling to just take a step towards that whatever it looks like it doesn't have to be big it can be little things so long as you're using your gift and that can grow over time so just take little steps I would say just to encourage them to do that little a little thing that you've been wanting to do and then that you'll realize how good that feels to do that because you're operating out of your gifts and then take another step and then do that and that's how it was for me I just needed to start somewhere actually I started massive but there was no pressure when I first started because it was for family, but I started with the biggest canvas you could possibly buy and the most <laughs> realistic style. I just went all in, but yeah, I, yeah, I just had to conquer a few things. There was procrastination because I knew I wanted to do it and I was just, you know, putting it off. There was perfectionism. Everyone has their own demons that they might fight. It might be different for anyone, but I think the point is just, just start something and you'll realize how good it feels to do it. And then you'll want to keep doing more and more and more. Yeah. I love it. And it's even just coming to my mind now for anyone that is listening that doesn't necessarily claim to be an artist or a painter or even Mm -hmm. maybe is even questioning whether they think that they're creative at all, which was a huge journey that I went on. I assumed unless you're a painter or a songwriter or some of the really obvious ones that you weren't considered creative, which is not true because we are all creative in our own different ways. It just comes out in different forms and that happens to be painting. But if there is people out there that don't have any elements of creativity actually really in their life where they're kind of pursuing it as a hobby or just playing and having fun, whether it's sketching or whether it's even doing calligraphy, like just anything where they're kind of playing around, what would be your encouragement to them also being an art teacher as well? Yeah, I was going to say that, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'm an art teacher, so I see that in my classroom all the time. Oh, Miss, I can't draw. And, you know, all the little objections that you get from students. But it's amazing once you've gone through the course of visual arts over a season with the same students, they get to explore all different mediums and types of art and then it's highlighted to you, oh, yeah, maybe they're not really into drawing and painting but, man, they love to sculpt and they produce something pretty cool with sculpture. So it might not be that you necessarily love painting but maybe there's sculpture or like found object art and putting things together or there's so many avenues to pursue art or the creative stuff. So just explore and discover something where you feel like, oh, I can do that. Yeah. And you'll find your little pocket of creativity. And it's true. Everyone's creative because we're created by the creator. So, yeah, it's it's a lie that there's creatives and there's not creatives. Yes, there's people that maybe tap into their right brain more than some people. They are dominant in their left brain. But that's really just because they haven't tapped into it. It's there because God created you to have the two sides of your brain. But some people are just used to it. Like I've grown up doing art, so therefore I just tapped into it more. But if anyone had tapped into it more, they could have had the same. And I say that to my students and I've taught them that anyone can even just draw that because everyone thinks art is drawing for some reason. It's something, I don't know where it comes from, but art is drawing apparently. But I'm So I start with that. I'm like, okay, if you think art is drawing with my students, then I will teach you that you actually can draw and there's proven methods 
scientific methods that show you anyone can draw. And it, it's amazing. Like all of my year eights at the moment, like 13, 14 year olds, they have all produced a portrait that looks pretty realistic. And that's coming from all like beliefs, whether they can or can't do it. And at the end, they have something that looks like a person. So I can prove to them that they can do it. And yeah, that may not, not be the creative side of things, but it's still proving that if you want to do something, if there's a desire there, then you can, you can do it and you can discover more about who God's created you to be and just give yourself permission. Oh, I love that. I love that so much because, you know me, I was going to pottery classes when I was pregnant. I was painting and I was like, whoa, this is so fun. It was like my whole world exploded and I was like, I can Mm. do this. This is meditative. This is really good for me. This is not being busy. I would go to a different place in my and think about different things when I was Mm. focusing on doing this creative thing it was like this sense of release for me and I actually Mm. do miss it and I think we all do create yeah Yeah. and just kind of letting go and being free which has actually reminded me about I recently had a prophetic word for someone who's actually a songwriter and I had a picture for her painting and I said have you ever painted before and she Mm. said no I'm a songwriter and I said I just feel like God's saying to put on worship and go to the secret place through the medium of painting because I felt like because she's so skilled and talented in that other form of creativity doing something else helped get her out of her head and wasn't she wasn't relying on skill and talent but she actually had to really connect with God and creativity in a different way and she came back and showed us this actually really beautiful painting that she did and she was so proud and was like whoa I could actually like painting I can do something That's else cool. and yeah. had a, a massive awakening so just an encouragement as well for anyone that is a creative in another space yeah yeah and loosen up <laughs> Thank you so much for coming in, just sharing your revelations and a little bit more the practical side, but also the spiritual side to your artwork and how it's progressed. I've personally been a witness to your artwork and I have one of your artworks. And when we get our house one day, it is going up front and center somewhere beautiful. (laughs) So I felt the impact of prophetic art Mm -hmm. in my life that was commissioned just for me, which now that I think about that, not many people would ever get that opportunity. So it's, I feel like it's a very sacred, special thing. So I love you, Beck. I think you're incredible. Mm -hmm. And I know that artwork and your talent and the way you connect with Holy Spirit is going to go far and wide. So if anybody is just leaping, goosebumps, all the feels today, please go into the show notes. Beck's website is going to be there. Her email is going to be there. And something really miraculous and special is going to come from this conversation today. So thank mm, you. Thank you so much. My pleasure. It was, yeah, so great chatting. And I love chatting about just creative stuff. It's I love it. So thank right. you for the opportunity. Well, yeah. we'll have to do a takeover part two once a new season of creativity and flow is coming through mm, and we can get you back yeah. on and see how it's progressed. Yeah, so good. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Thanks for being here for another episode on Living the Abundant Way. I hope you are leaving a little more empowered, lighter and inspired to create a small step of change for a more wholesome life that you're wildly capable of being a homemaker, wife, mother and entrepreneur. I pray this episode leaves a little nugget in your heart and I would love to hear from you. Like I genuinely mean I'm the testimony queen. Testimonies reveal that it can be done again. 
I'm also here to listen and support you in life's journeys. And if you have a moment, could you please subscribe and leave a review? It would mean the world to me. Now, don't forget to claim your bonus home transformation breakthrough call with me. During our complimentary time together, I can take a deeper look at the missing links that are causing you stress around your home. See the link in the show notes and I can't wait to chat with you.